Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Misfits. This is season four, episode four, In the Skin of Another, written by Howard Overman, of course, and directed by Jonathan Van Tulliken. Episode premiere November 18th of 2012, and I gave it an 8.7 out of 10. We say goodbye to our last uh, OG cast member with Curtis as he wraps up his story arc that was I think very appropriate for the character of Curtis I think the one thing with the probably exception of Kelly even though I think her send-off still uh, despite it being rather off-screen was apropos for the arcs that we had been following and I've been saying for a while now that Curtis's character Um, he has a way of not learning his lesson and that ultimately leads to his demise the bulk of the episode was towards his story and then kind of the Finn and Rudy roommate situation and then the crush that uh, is not reciprocated and Finn clearly can't take the hint he thinks he's gonna win over Jess and Rudy's trying to assist with that which is funny considering he made some efforts to get into her knickers and last episode it was the Rudy 3 that kind of built a rapport with Jess's character and she had to kill said character uh no no aftermath of that any psychological trauma I mean (laughs) they live a real hard knock life on this um estate that's for damn sure so curtis is in love with lola i love the way they did the black and white noir and it shows that she's in her own world and we find out why that is with the color palette of the current timeline and how she really is seeing the world versus how it's actually playing out which makes curtis's need to save her was wasted but at least he got revenge in the end even though he's like it's the storm it's none of our fault and i'm like um (laughs) this one is your fault sir maybe not her but certainly you and how you ended up in your current situation because you met her like three weeks ago and you didn't think to go through her wallet one time I don't know about you but anyone that you truly love it's not wrong to be like not snooping all up in their phones and shit but enough to say is this person a psychopath you need to do your homework because you never know I'm not saying you need to do anything that's beyond the lines but if we fucking that means there's some information in which I get privy to your date of birth and your Facebook being one but he spots a guy hanging around watching them dance she goes outside with said guy then she bashes her own head in (laughs) and tells curtis that he hit her and that he's an ex and he's crazy and she had to free herself the classic uh save me story and of course curtis is all too primed to want to save a hoe because that's what he does that is his continued pattern of behavior continues want to be the the white knight 
even though your ass is charcoal. You tell him I'm coming and hell's coming with me, you hear? The whole dramatic, I'm gonna call you and I'm talking real fast and then you're like, where am I? And it's on the fucking roof, like what? <laughs> and then she just happens to have a gun for protection. And he's like, I'm going to go over there and talk to this guy. But you need a weapon to talk to him. Curtis, you know your fists were enough. You should have said, you know, you can give me this weapon all you want. But I'm going to put it in the dumpster where it belongs or somewhere else. Because I'm not rolling into somebody's place with a weapon. But she did say he was dangerous. I don't know. But he gets over there. And he tries to explain that he's being used. But she already was prepared saying, don't listen to anything. He's going to try to turn you they start to scuffing and then he gets shot and now the guy is dead he runs back to lola to be like um shit and she's like it's okay it's fine having sex after you just murdered someone i know y'all been through a lot but that was an innocent man and you didn't think to question you didn't think to stalk stake out his place nothing like at least figure out like she even asked did you believe him i don't know if you don't know that's your first red flag so when she is not there in the morning and you looking all stupid the egg is on your face he goes to the probation worker and asks about lola probation worker's like who the hell are you talking about he was not annoying in this episode and tells him or asks him are you on crack are you a crackhead I'ma put cocaine in your ass. But he was embarrassing himself. Like the probation, the trainee work officer. He's like, um, there's no one here that is a trainee probation officer. Then he goes to the group and asks, and they're like, yeah, we've never seen anyone that you've been talking to or about. And only now is Curtis noticing that yeah, she does pop up when no one else is around. <laughs> only talks to me but because i thought i was that special and attractive i didn't think about it so that's when he realizes he's been played for a fool just immediately that's why she has the x-ray vision can figure out that he's in trouble they follow him over to her house and he's like that's why you didn't want me to call your name because <laughs> you killed a guy that's when uh curtis tells him his plan to get more information about lola and the situation because he can't find her nowhere and he's gonna bring her back using his power which we know turns people into zombies finn has been given the task of beating the guy to impress jess and for some reason he keeps taking rudy's advice (laughs) first he told him tell her a sad story about your dog and then it turns on him because she says i don't really like dogs then she's like if you love your dog so much and it's squeaking then why don't you just put oil on the wheels so then that didn't go well and the second plan doesn't go well either i'm not sure if rudy is purposely purposely sabotaging or if i'm reading into that but he definitely for some reason he can get all the chicks over his house but he gives finn the exact same uh lines and he can't well maybe because he's using them on two different types of women like easy skags (laughs) or is it slags my bad easy slags are different 
than someone who has a little bit of self-worth especially after she got said self-worth back and clearly she has her eyes set on someone else finn lost his opportunity he just didn't take the because she was friends with him afterwards he didn't take the the hint that that's where he was parked permanently in the friend zone he thinks because she's still nice that means that you know he still has a chance but that's rather silly on his part considering what just happened last episode i think that was a good indication of your character but then after that we learned that curtis got bit and i must say it's still curtis's fault but i will give finn some blame here he had one job (laughs) and then he acted like he could do said job so several times he backed out and then he attacked and then the lights went out and then he decided to overcompensate by beating the living shit out of him i'm like he's dead like the blood matter is everywhere (laughs) smatter jesus i can't say full words right now jess doesn't want to shower with finn which is what rudy is trying to suggest she wants to just go home and shower they end up doing a lot of lip service while finn just stands there looking like an idiot and that's what his problem is too um curtis goes to lola's flat uh he tells them that they don't have to come with and he discovers the dvd of her she has been struck by the lightning storm and she was an actress and now she has become her character which is basically a man hating killer and she was so good in that role that it's left a lasting mark and it's the role she'll play for the rest of her very short life (laughs) um she's already got a new squeeze to take curtis's place as she or we see her priming him to kill curtis when she takes an iron and bruises herself and says that curtis had attacked her curtis thinks he can actually save her and tells rudy as much after rudy busts him eating (laughs) a puppy i'm like it had to be a puppy though i'm laughing because there's a situation in another show in which another person is going to be eating animals and it's the same character that's in this show (laughs) so i just had a chuckle at the irony and he's like oh man curtis you're a fucking zombie he was so sad about it because it's his mate but at the same time he's like you gotta go down there's no other way out of this situation and then they draw straws because finn doesn't think we they should do anything typical finn while jess agrees with him because rudy despite his many 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 flaws even from the beginning was all giddy up for doing the right thing even if it meant someone's gotta die <laughs> even though he really felt bad about the cat and they did reveal that they killed that damn cat i know that was a big cliffhanger of the episode but the cat's definitely dead and um he decides he's gonna go save her instead after rudy comes up to the roof with a hammer to try to kill him but he's unable to do it 
and curtis is not even upset about it but he has drawn the straw to kill curtis and even at the end when he's talking to him saying you know we can at least have a last pint he had the bat in his hand being like yeah this has to happen and i'm still going to um live up to the bargain of taking him out but it's not something he wants to do and he definitely wants to do it as humanely as he could or at least say goodbye but curtis meets up with lola well curtis gets kidnapped but now before one of the funniest scenes of the episode because i cannot forget about this scene when he is in the locker room and he has this big fucking gerbil (laughs) and he's like why are you looking at me like that you think i want to do this fuck you and then the probation worker comes in and he tosses that bitch (laughs) i must have rewound that at least four times it was so funny and then the probation worker is like um i just heard something a metallic bang followed by an animalistic cry he's like oh that's the locker and then he's hungry so the probation worker like are you like taking the piss like what's up with you and then he catches curtis sniffing him and curtis is like well i just find you very attractive and butch and then the probation worker's like i think you're a very attractive young man too but i'm your probation worker so now we know that his his anger is all a front because he's a closeted man um yeah i wish it doesn't explain his dialogue because some of his lines are just i don't think are funny but i thought this whole <laughs> entire like his, this whole episode i thought he was really funny and this scene in particular because he really was like it's a shame you know because i totally would have let you had it (laughs) and then he goes and finds the gerbil and that's when rudy busts him eating that damn turbo so he gets kidnapped and the one dude's about to kill him but he can't do it in the end so lola just shoots the dude instead was she gonna do the exact same thing to curtis I don't know how since it's a totally different situation but she ends up shooting that dude then she turns the gun on curtis and she's like look this is two birds one stone i'm gonna make it look like he shot you (laughs) you shot him and my hands are clean and i can do this all over again with the next group of men i meet but curtis is like uh okay it's time to end this cycle with me biting out a huge chunk of your neck so she's a zombie then he takes the gun and shoots her before calling rudy to tell him that he needs to take care of himself because there's only way one way out of this and he shoots himself in the head and that's our goodbye to one curtis and like i said that's what you get for trying to play captain save a hoe on a constant regular basis and now moving forward with your life your own life your own thing you had a chance man you got turned into a woman you could have become a female athlete you could have had a child if you weren't you know fucking your own self but you would have had I mean, <laughs> he still would have had that child he would have had a life he would have had something to live for and instead he died with nothing and um you know it sucks finn and rudy 
um they're having beef because they're roommates and rudy's not a considerate roommate not even a little bit he keeps bringing over chicks having sex with them and the one line did make me laugh when he said knock knock who's there my cock you're you're a fucking idiot finn has had enough though once he um uses marmalade as lubricant and uh both jess and finn are eating marmalade toast and it's disgusting so he kicks them out which how you gonna kick someone out of a free place that you both are staying at you're homeless if you don't like the situation you move you get the fuck out because guess what (laughs) he has no i mean i got where finn was coming from i would never want to live with rudy and if we are living together and you want us to be in this room together then you're gonna have to learn to grow up and listen to me and be considerate to my needs or at least as he was trying to say come up with a system or something so that we can be respectful that definitely needed to happen but this whole you know this is my space and you need to do it like no you come at it like friends not as if you are paying rent here because we all know and i'm sure we haven't seen finn's side yet because they've made it seem as if he's more of a normal person but people do weird shit when it's your own home and ain't nobody around that's just what happens um so finn i think he was trying to get at that part like you know you do your weird shit but you know can we get some draw some lines here that'd be nice and uh they end up making up at the end of the episode with rudy coming to some understanding that you know let me try to be a little bit more considerate in the future what else with finn and i mean other than him trying to impress jess that's a storyline that's rather old i think it goes on for entirely too long just my personal opinion um (laughs) i think that's just about it to cover the episode i don't think i have much else to say i'm pretty sure i'm not missing anything yep so let's jump into the feedback hey christina is me shy I am here to talk about Misfits episode 4 of season 4. Um, you'll have to excuse my voice. I don't know what's going on. It's just all of a sudden it's acting up. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I'm not sick or anything like that. That's what makes it so strange. Nothing wrong with me other than my voice. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought this was a pretty decent episode. I actually enjoyed a lot of it. Um, unlike the last two episodes, I did not feel, wasn't feeling, so I didn't send any feedback because I didn't want to send a a rant-filled, um, feedback. I thought that wasn't fair, especially you enjoyed this, this show, you enjoyed the season, so I didn't want to, you know, be Debbie Downer by doing all that. It wasn't that serious, so I didn't bring anything, but I've been, but I, like I said, I was debating whether to continue watching, but I decided to keep watching um mostly because you you know you say the season is decent and could get better and it's possible it's always possible and then of course you threw cursed at me so 
I had no, there's, I mean, there's, there's no defense for that. Cause I kept watching that bad boy, <laughs> even though it was horrible. <laughs> so what can I say? Um, all right. As for this one, it brought back the old time feel of, you know, what the gang used to do, the crazy shenanigans they used to get into and all the, uh, like the whys of it all, you know, it's like Curtis. You've known this girl for how long? A week? How are you going to be in love with this girl after a week? Come on, Curtis. Use your brain for a change. Not the big one, not the little brain. Because dang it, Curtis. But again, you know, that's his MO. You know, he falls for these girls. And this time, this one got him completely caught up in some nonsense that, you know, ended up what we ended up with at the end. Um... <clears throat> My other question is, how is Rudy getting all these women for the love of God? Like, he has no job. He lives in a community center, so he's basically homeless. And he's on probation. I'm like, these are not attractive qualities in the dude at this point in time. He's got nothing for him. He's not got nothing going for himself. But nope, these Randall girls, and I guess that you know, says something about them. These random girls are just coming to this community center, to this room in the community center, and check, you know, doing it up with them, having sex with them, even with another dude. And I mean, another dude in the room to tell you that they don't have much respect for themselves, so they're okay with that. So of course, and then I'm like, why was Nathan living where he was living when there's a room in the community center that he could have been sleeping in that whole time? And he's sleeping out in the open. That thought that was. I was like, oh yeah, that's a. I didn't, I didn't think about that at the time, but uh, as I seeing them in this room, I'm like, why didn't Nathan just do that? Anyway, um, of course we got Rudy being Rudy, not being um, considerate of Finn as they share this room, have this, you know, just bringing these girls in and and having sex with them in front of him, and he walking on them having sex when he's coming back from the shower. Um, so, of course, my thing is, how is Finn going to dictate who stays, who lives, or who doesn't live in the room? I'm like, y'all both homeless. How are you going to say you can't live here? Like, who, who are you? You don't have a say. And it's not your place either. So, I thought that was weird. I mean, their dynamic was funny, um, Finn and Rudy, but I just thought that part was, like, so, like, really, Finn. I, I don't think you have room to be saying who can or cannot stay in the room but whatever of course we got um back to curtis and his propensity or his mo of um falling for these girls and going on these journeys with these girls and this one led to a very um sad ending for him and so it's like you live by the sword you die by the sword you know he's all about women you know from day one um, from from the very beginning, he's all about these women. I don't think a season has gone by yet where he hasn't called himself being caught up with some girl. Uh, this time is Lola, and this I mean, like I said, came back and bite him in the ass. Um, in the end, um, so this girl is got her power is B. I don't know what the word for it. I don't think Jezebel is the right word for it, but she gets these black widow. Is that the word? Is that the thing? I don't know. So, uh, she gets these dudes to fall for her and then kill for her. Like, really? 
uh, and then so and then she leaves him just like that like no not even trying to play around not even trying to pretend like she cares like she's on to the next one and then gets that dude to kill the previous dude like oh my gosh uh yeah um and just because her power is that she stayed in this character that she was playing um when the storm happened so i thought that was crazy um and then of course i did not know that curtis got bit when they went to that guy and brought him back to life and was asking him questions i had no idea i mean of course there was so much chaos going on when um finn was supposed to hit him upside the head but of course he hesitated to do it and the lights went out and then craziness ensued and um they finally then that, that part cracked me up when he finally did it he's like okay that's enough Finn. you can stop now because he just went at it at once he finally got into the role but of course he's doing it to try to impress jess i'm still not feeling they're too dynamic i don't see the chemistry between those two but that's just me um uh, but whatever however they want to you know pursue that but yeah um so he must have got bit during that whole ordeal and didn't say anything to anybody until we saw that he him eating that whatever he was eating that first time around i was like oh shit he got bit oh no and then rudy found out and then he's like no i'm not gonna tell everybody and then the next scene he's telling everybody i'm like why even rudy is such a that's why i'm like that other time when they were talking about that other episode i'm like rudy's just not the one oh yeah when he was um was being aggressive and all that good stuff and it was his um the the evil evil triplet (laughs) so i'm like y'all should know that that's not that's not rudy because he is not one to get his hands dirty on anything so yes um so they pulled straws and had to determine who was going to be the one to kill curtis which is sad um but it has to be done i mean that's it nobody has powers to reverse being a zombie so you gotta gotta do what you gotta do and so um yeah what else curtis trying to save lola i'm like seriously curtis um no (laughs) like uh it's like you she has her thing going on you have your thing going on i mean you just know the girl you just found out that you know she she duped you in more than one way because she's not really a probation worker trainee because nobody else knew her and i always thought that was fishy too that you know she was only around when curtis was only around and not the others so that was already suspicious in itself so well yeah come to find out it's obvious you know as we saw and i wasn't too surprised that she was lying about that um she was playing a role of being a probation worker trainee just to get curtis to do what he she got curtis to do um but yeah that girl was crazy as fuck you know baiting herself up knocking herself out i'm like oh my god this this is a level of cray cray you don't find that often um so like there's no saving her when she could do stuff like that to herself she's she's in that role like she's fully committed to that i mean it's always funny it's like that little trope that they have the running gag on this seat on this show is they see a dead body nobody reacts to it and nobody calls the police it's just oh okay let's take them and 
barbarian with the other bodies that we have piling up in that one area in the woods that they got going on so thought that was funny wasn't too surprised about that probation officer being gay I mean just the way he is with Finn I'm like this dude is, <laughs> I think this dude is gay um, and he's in the closet kind of gay because the way he reacted to Curtis um, like I can't I'm your probation officer um, that's it that's the only thing that's keeping you know, like okay so and then of course I'm like what's going on with that Alex dude like that thing with him and Jess is really weird to me I'm like what what is his deal I'm assuming it has something to do with his powers I guess I don't know because if he doesn't like girls he don't like girls I mean you don't need to act crazy about it so I don't know I think it's more to that than what we've seen and I'm assuming that he's gonna replace Curtis um as the you know the new guy gonna get in trouble and be on probation anyway um well yeah it was sad I mean Curtis wasn't my favorite character but it was still sad to see how he um went out um you know but like I said you live by the sword die by the sword it would be a woman that you know takes him out um because that's just his thing that's his weak point and so yeah um but yeah, I actually enjoyed this episode. This one kept me engaged. I was like, yeah, I was skeptical. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and watch it, see what happens. But I was, they had me watching the whole time, and I wasn't wondering when it was gonna, <clears throat> excuse me, when it was gonna end. So that's good. That's always a good sign for me. <clears throat> so sorry. I hope my voice isn't uh, too crazy that you can't understand what I'm saying. Um, but I will leave it at that and don't be making fun of my voice either. Huh? Yeah, I know you, Christina. Anyway, on that note, <laughs> until next time, much love, peace, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Shy. Queen Shy coming through with her thoughts on episode four. So first and foremost, this um what do you wanna call it? This disclaimer. I don't it's not I don't take it personally if uh, if you do not like these this these two seasons I should say and these characters. I don't know if I've made that clear enough because you said you know if you say it's good. I'm just I don't we don't always agree on shows. <laughs> just because I like something doesn't mean it's canon. Um, it could just be a different you know it's not your taste. Um, I find myself very invested in the character of Rudy while. Um, you guys don't really like him and that's fine I think that it depends on how you like the characters if it will work for you or if it won't I mean I was just joking in the chat um because I did recall that one time that she made that statement and I remember her going ham and I'm talking about Mimi and I was just teasing her but she knows I'm just teasing but I really like it's no it's no thing if you don't like this season anymore or this series um yes i will say about the curse comment i stand behind that 112 (laughs) percent if you can get through curse then i think you owe it to yourself (laughs) if you had to see the end of that one to um maybe passively watch all the way to the end but at the same time like i said it, it to each their own it's always that factor into any series um of whether you like it or not and not just based on one other person's particular opinion if it gets better because i would hate if it doesn't get better for you and you're like well christina said it got better i'm like according to christina (laughs) um and to your feedback 
for the episode uh curtis does like problematic women he's attracted to damsels just think of his track record we had um especially if those women pursue him right alicia she was all up on him you know clearly she was a problem had problems going on in her life and he despite all the red flags that was like nope 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 he still jumped in now with the other character i forgot her name already ruth nega's character she had a heart problem so she was very shitty to him at first um then she kind of pursued him and then they went out and then they were a couple for a little bit and then she died then his next relationship was with the fangirl with the, the track record and you know they went back and forth and he learned some things about himself that we thought was going to put him in the right direction except then he backslid because he can never confront the consequences of his actions and thus he lost that second opportunity at a second life not the one he wanted but definitely one he could uh deal with you know what i mean and one he already took advantage of so why not and that's why it all leads to him and lola who pursued him gave all the red flags in the world that she was a problem and yet he couldn't help himself i will say rudy is the king he's kind of like the king of one night stands he, he charms them they get drunk make it la- people who can make you laugh like look at comedians look at all the women at the end of the show that want to jump his bones and then <laughs> look at how attractive said comedian is that's just something about that if you can make a woman laugh if you're persistent you know and you get a little buzz the the dopamine starts happening yeah you have sex next morning either regrets or no regrets he's one of those guys that's not even gonna stay till next morning so yeah it makes sense to me that he would be able to slam those girls that are already putting themselves out there and they they know they they're going not going home with someone whose relationship quality at least you should know <laughs> um they definitely added that room after nathan i must say they probably say we can't have these people sleeping out in the open like what is this live by the sword die by the sword that is hilarious because <laughs> i know exactly what sword she's talking about now i just ruined it by being all specific i'm gonna assure you i thought i was dropping enough hints in the last podcast i'm not sure if you watched it yet or listened to it that um nathan and kelly they were were friendly flirty never got together so finn and jess are not going to be a thing i'm just gonna that's not a spoiler territory because i kind of felt like in this show he wants it to be a thing but she clearly doesn't and that she's pursuing someone else that clearly looks like he's gonna be a main cast member i think that you know there's something to be said but i i am curious because there's a lot of other flags being thrown out and maybe because i pay a whole bunch of attention and know the future maybe i'm seeing them easier but like i I can't yeah i'll just say that that's all i'll say for right now 
and i would call her um misandrous is the name of what you call women like this they have a hatred of men so they use they uh, sexually objectify themselves and use men to do violence against other men that was the character that she became that was the woman she became yes the probation worker is in the closet thus the aggression definitely a mystery with matt alex malix alex you'll see <laughs> that, uh, that really got me laughing too and yeah your voice i hope you do feel better i already put it out there in in the chat for you to feel better and i hope you do and you did just in time to go to work don't you hate that but my first thought when i heard you was like oh she hit a bong last night and now her throat is scarred or scorched i will be curious to hear your opinion going further i really like season five more than i like season four but i think there are some some good things about season well clearly i like the last two episodes so i have a lot more um love for it than than you might have but i wonder if anything starts to intrigue you and last but certainly not least mimi coming through what up christina this mimi sending in feedback for misfits this is uh season four episode four um, I just finished listening to your recap for the Misfits this past episode three. First thing I want to say before I get into my feedback is that I feel like you are being sexist when it comes to Finn. Because if a girl says no, even as a person's doing something, isn't doesn't no mean no. Don't we expect a man to stop? So why is it that when he says no to her, you're assuming that he's saying no because that's the right thing to do yes that might be true but she also had an obligation to stop because if that was a girl and a guy was going down on her and she was like no stop 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 we would expect him to listen otherwise that would be sexual assault so that's the reason why i'm giving finn less fault than you are I just feel like we gotta be equal when it comes to the no. His stepmom was foul on so many levels. I just, whether you see your stepson or not being attracted to you, you're an adult and they're a child. And if he was young, like under 18, when you saw him having affection for you and you somehow liked it, that's fucking gross. She's clearly a pedophile and she needs some help. And I feel like her telling his dad that, oh, I went down on him was her being a bitch because he didn't want her. And that's petty of his dad to be mad at his son. I'm not saying his son should have 100% of resolve, but it wasn't his fault, it was hers. He's clearly immature, whether he's in his 20s or not. And he's known her since he was little. I, we, we didn't really see how old, but it seems like it would at least been a, he would have been a teenager under 18 if he was living with his dad so my assumption is is that she's a fucking pervert so i'm just gonna end that here um i guess this episode for um episode five no i'm sorry episode four um i really i don't know i liked it i guess the ending was interesting but the 
middle part was so boring I kept losing focus I remember playing best fiends and skipping a part and then next thing you know Curtis is eating some entrails and I'm like why is he eating some intestines what did I miss and then I get to the end like I like I was like I see he's a zombie but how did he turn himself into a zombie I started to rewind and figure out I missed like I don't know like 15 minutes and this is the problem I have with this show like I right now and I don't know what it is maybe I am try I need to try and focus harder because the, the plot isn't interesting from the beginning because I don't really know these characters I do like Jess um Finn's still weird I don't know that I like him and Rudy is getting on my goddamn nerve I'm sorry but he is so fucking inappropriate and the fact that he's oblivious to the fact that he's a fucking disgusting ass cunt is really disturbing like okay so you thought it would be sexy to stick your penis in a jar of marmalade okay whatever you got your kinks but can you take it out of circulation please why would you put it back in the fucking refrigerator and they were really calm because i promise you i would have fought his ass i'd have been like you dirty stupid son of a bitch and i would have got on a chair and punched him dead in his fucking face because that's trifling and nasty and now i'm gonna beat your ass like you didn't cross the line she was just disgusted no i would have been livid and i would have whooped his ass like you need to start being at least half have half of a common sense it's two of you motherfuckers in there and you can't act y'all neither one of y'all got any common sense like you think that it's okay for you to just invite yourself in somebody's house and then just be sexing them up sexing somebody up in the in the area literally next to them and he's telling you like Finn is clearly a pussy and he's not gonna be up front because even when he told him to leave he had the nerve to look sad about it no why are you making him feel guilty you kicking him out of your house and he ain't even paying rent he literally told you he was gonna stay there rent free i would be like take your ass back to your parents because i know you got two parents with a house go live with them if they don't want you that sounds like a you problem like seriously rudy is getting on my nerve and i know you say he's redeemable but if he continues to act like this i don't give a shit what he does he's still gonna get on my nerve he did seem thoroughly sad about curtis which i get but I was still looking at him in disgust with what he did with the marmalade. Like, that's all I see when I look at him. I can't even deal with the fact that he actually cared about Curtis. I'm still disgusted. And the fact that he keeps getting so many girls, why? he is not attractive. And he doesn't even, he's not even a smooth talker. I don't understand why he's such a ladies man. How? I really, really question these British women. I know American women aren't the shit, but seriously, y'all gotta have some slim pickings if that's the best you got. And I know that's not true. I've seen plenty of attractive British men when I went to London. They were all over the place, just walking around. So I really don't understand unless they all just wasted constantly all the time. I just don't get it. <sighs> I'm sick of talking about Rudy. I don't want to talk about him anymore. So let's go back to Curtis. So I did find lola interesting and i it's funny that um every time we see curtis like it's like he was with uh leisha and then he was with uh nikki and then now it's just white women all the time <laughs> and he like not even like i don't know i don't his he just seems like he has i don't know his his i guess 
taste of women are just awful. Like you like the blind pretty girl who's a racist. You like the uh, bisexual running girl. And then you like this Lola because she likes bad boys. You ain't learning your lesson. You know, what has being a bad boy gotten you, Curtis? You keep getting probation. Like, seriously, you got you got to want better for yourself. Um, and then, like, as soon as she, uh, like, told the guy that killed the other guy for her, you know, get away from me or whatever. And then she told Curtis to that he was hurting her. I knew shit was going to hit the fan. I assumed she had powers and she was manipulating the men and, like, seducing them. I didn't know she was an actress that got hit by some storm and got powers. And now she thinks she's this actress. That's a pretty crappy power, but I guess that was the last thing she encountered. I wonder what the other <laughs> people in her group uh, powers they got. That's funny. Um, but I will say it was an awful turn. Like, I didn't expect it to escalate so quickly. And I get that this season is, um, or these, this series has like between what, eight, six and eight episodes a season. But I just feel like it go from zero to a thousand like Curtis killed someone okay they killed someone every every other episode that wasn't a big deal I didn't think it was gonna turn into what it did and then he shot himself because he was a zombie and I was like wow I mean Curtis wasn't the best but you know he was home he was who we knew (laughs) he was one of the original and now the last of it is gone we don't even have Seth anymore like they're all gone and that's sad. This is literally a new era. I'm curious to know behind the scenes how this went down. Was this always a plan? Did he not want to be in the show anymore? Did he not like the dynamic? Did he not like his character? Did he not like his powers? Like, I'm just curious. Um, I really, that's really all I have to say. The episode wasn't terrible. Um, I am still curious about the bartender. Um, I am curious about... Finn and Jess's relationship because it's clear that he likes her but I don't know just I'm I'm not a fan of those two so I don't ship it um he's just he's weird and the way he acted with his stepmom like with her being in the car seems like if you liked her she should have been your thought process when you was in there and she started going down like that before she put your penis in her mouth was the was the point where you should have probably walked out of the room when you realized where it was going maybe he didn't know he liked her then I don't know but I'm not a fan of them so I can't say that I'm gonna be rooting for that relationship so anyway I do think the bartender is hiding something maybe he has a power maybe it's crippling maybe it's embarrassing and that's why he's ashamed to go home with Jess but he did seem to generally like her so we'll see where that goes so that's all I have I'll end it here until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch me out those were Mimi's thoughts and she had quite a few um me sexist what do you mean I will say as soon as I heard you going into why you thought so it reminded me of that Bill Barr or Bill Burr clip that I recently watched about how no doesn't always mean no. 
I'm gonna drop that and um that's funny now a few things okay so I agreed that Finn's stepmom was definitely in some territory that was not cute attractive or right would should would or should we both call her a pedo I don't know I mean was she attracted to him when he was younger or did she simply pull up a attraction he felt for her when he was younger to now try to get him as an adult to act on so I don't know if I could call her a pedo I would say her actions don't look great or are great actually they're really terrible I 100% agree on that you're being too lenient on Finn because you're going the whole no means no thing which I no and I'm going to go on to your own example okay he's going down on me I say no I then do absolutely nothing after that to me is that no means no or is it no because no means a lot different than no stop it don't grabs that person and physically tries to get away from the situation that is no so no i think you going in the absolute word of just because you say the word no that means no I, i would say the same thing as a woman you either mean no or you mean no and there are a difference i make the same uh argument with women of if you are going in a room with a dude and he is wanting to fuck you and then you say i don't want to fuck after you just told him you wanted to fuck him and then you in the middle of it say no i don't want to do this anymore you get up you try to leave and he forces you that is no means no that is rape that is assault what happened to him was he checked out her ass after being told by jess who is a woman that no that's not appropriate behavior two you mentioned that he's young he's not that young he's not a child he's not 18 he's in his early 20s and he's not oblivious okay someone licking and kissing on your face like that come on like anyone with a brain would start to be like that's not how i should show affection to this person unless you're wanting it to happen if my uncle or my my dad he's my stepdad we're not dna related and he kissed me on the face like she kissed me on the face i'm looking at him like what the fuck is up with you that's not how anyone shows a level of affection and she ain't never showed him that type of affection to her whole life if she did then i would say she's a pedo but there was no indication and he said that's how she always showed affection since when since you and the ex are broken up and then you don't think that nothing's wrong with that but he was recently in a relationship with a woman so he probably didn't care secondly you were making good points at the end of you went over you skipped all a whole bunch then at the end you kind of brought it back to um back to fan and you were saying something like well you know when she was pulling down her pants that's when he should have stopped exactly exactly like there were no actual attempts to get her to stop other than him saying no (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I'm sorry. That's not it. That's not no. Um. So that that's my my thing about being sad. If it was a woman in the exact same, I would still. That's not sexist. I would I would judge them exactly the same. Like you didn't say no. You said no. And that's not that's not okay. <laughs> like that's ambiguous. And if you are really intent on stopping something from happening, like there I, and I know that there's going to be those, you know, if you're young enough, the factor, you know, if you're in a, a situation you feel you can't get out of, those were not the those were not the situation that Finn found himself. He walked into her home. He started checking out her ass. She turned around and said, are you checking out my ass? And then he's like, oh, I'm flustered. And then she starts coming on to him. Then she goes all the way to getting on her knees. Then she's like, oh, what I see here, she's rubbing on her thing. He's still saying no, but he's saying like, this shouldn't be happening. But he's not saying this, no, don't happen. No, push you off of him. That's why he meant by you should have stabbed her and like make some effort other than I'm going to just not want this and then what really puts a, a whole shotgun in your argument is the exact words he said the minute the cock was in his mouth he said yes which meant he wanted it to happen when she was sucking his cock he didn't think about it's i like jess i don't think about it, it's wrong not only that you ran the fuck out the door after you came in this woman's mouth whether whatever how sloppy she is you then have a moment to either say at that moment you know what you just fucking did something that was against my will this is not okay you know now nah, i'm gonna go back and pretend it didn't even happen and try to get the other girl that i like to drive off with uh or, and not even tell her the truth for the situation never even told her the truth for the situation until he got busted so i i don't mm, i don't have that same level of of uh leniency towards finn in that situation because he's not he's not a baby he's not a child um he he had an attracted to attraction to his stepmom and that's i mean most boys typically do to older women i think that because she's older you may be thinking that she's the predator but that's not always the case you know and then was she petty as fuck for telling the dad yeah because he made it very clear that i don't like i'm not mad about what happened i don't want dad to find out those are two different priorities here way different priorities and then his continued you know i like your hair you know that's not dealing with the situation that's not saying you know what what happened it happened i didn't want it to happen it did happen i'm not saying you did anything to rape me because clearly I wasn't fighting you off but it was a mistake we're not going any further and she clearly said it to him in that manner like if you don't like me just say something I like your hair well go on a date with me okay let's take things really slow no that's not the words you say out of your mouth when you're thoroughly disinterested in someone you say we're not going there so I I just we're, we're gonna agree to disagree here ma'am it's fine though um what else oh my last point is that you are bringing up rudy's immaturity which is very accurate i just i agree there completely and his oblivious doesn't give him a right or an excuse for his behavior 
it's the same thing with Finn. His immaturity does not give him an excuse for his own uh, behavior. You are all grown and you all need to do better. She called him a cunt though. Like, damn. Um, what else? Because I wrote chicken scratch on here. Oh, like Shy said, both of them being homeless and neither having a right to this building means both of them really don't have a right to much because you're both there for free so while i understand as a mate to a mate some respect as two people living in the same building you really don't owe the other absolutely nothing and um (laughs) you kept saying that it was his place and he didn't pay rent i'm like neither does finn (laughs) he got kicked out of his girlfriend's place and he don't got a job either (laughs) you you had lost finn in that argument but I just don't like Finn. I, I threw that out there, episode one. I don't like Finn. I've never liked Finn. I never liked his character. I'm not sure what it is. Um, I would never want him from Jess because he's fucking short, and I don't like the way his mouth moves when he speaks. It's annoying, and he's fucking weirdo. It always gives me the impression he likes to be taken care of versus taking care of a female, which is equally why I would never want him with Jess so i'm sure that's why you and shy are like yeah this is not a relationship i am invested in and you don't have to be because it doesn't happen what else did i have here and girl your type is not everyone's type i know you keep saying i don't know how he could get these girls and i think shy said the same thing but that a there is a type for everyone and like I just mentioned, the whole thing about the comedians thing. There's an there's an angle there. Some women really like problematic men. That's just what they would go to. Um, the actor, when he played a different role, I mean, he had chicks left and right on his dick. Because there's more to attractiveness than just the physical. And I know that Rudy obviously the character is not a great person on the other side either but there is a a bit of charm and um what's the word i'm looking for vulnerability to him that some women might be like let me go save him or maybe i can save him or i'll be the one what i'm trying to say is is i know you the same thing you said about jonathan tucker like he's just so ugly ugly to you ma'am ugly to you but yeah i can see it immediately what would be the attraction to a lot of women especially if you're meeting them in fucking bars because i not gonna say every woman in a bar clearly is there in some capacity because there is something wrong in their personal life i'm saying if you're there every damn week and i mean monday through friday including the weekends or if you're there more than three times a week and it's your place to hang out um and you go home with men often and you drink a lot there's something you're trying to find um we're at that mature level in our lives but you never know you might have been that you would have may have may have went home with a man and he may have been just shit and you dodged a bullet but you never knew it because he was a one-night stand um i do concur though 
that rudy is nasty he was nasty last episode when he put that fucking toothbrush in his ass and then had rudy too using it and i will say i know you guys didn't feel the same way about nathan but i did i find them equally disgusting i think it's a comedic trait that's not that's really british where americans just don't relate to that with their hygiene like no we don't play those types of games <laughs> but yeah i i never liked that that angle to the characters they continue to give that trait to and i blame the writers or whatever um that time period they thought this was the humor that was funny because it's just it's disgusting it's not a joke it is as you say want to suck someone in the in the mouth for it but at the same time i mean (laughs) talking out of the other side of my mouth with the marmalade he didn't know i mean he didn't have to put it back in the refrigerator but it is his fridge maybe he should have did you buy that marmalade i don't know he's an ass (laughs) but he was a like he wasn't intentionally harmful if you know what i mean that's where i'm getting with that it's not like i'm disgusting i have my very shitty problems but i'm not it wasn't my intention to really fuck up your morning by you using that marmalade i forgot to tell you about it and it's um you're using it to impress this girl uh I, i don't know I, I, I think with the same with shy i probably am a little bit more biased to rudy and i'd be not honest not saying so so i always either find a way to excuse his behavior or i just not that bothered by his behavior <laughs> but I, I guess if to me and it always related to that i just have to almost ignore part of that to try to enjoy the other parts of the characters because that's just a thing that they're gonna do and then going back to to him curtis uh, you know if he just likes women girl alicia because you mentioned how alicia was the only one she raped him (laughs) she raped him then he became her boyfriend and i don't know what the fuck this kid's doing the girl before that got him into drugs or whatever he got problems man <laughs> he never he always singled out those girls including alicia simon saved alicia so yeah like he taught her a valuable lesson and i think that's the thing about this show is the relationships the lessons and whether you learn them or don't and he he just never did oh what else does this say here oh that she became her role that's who she thought she was kind of like method acting it killed heath ledger so some believe so it was kind of like an unfortunate thing it wasn't that she was intentionally like she had no control over what was happening she believed fully herself to be this character there was no convincing her otherwise and you asked for some behind the scenes dirt so i guess because curtis is gone i can give it to you i guess i can give it to you so what happened behind the scenes of why things from season three like it really was and this is one thing i will give um you guys that a lot of people did feel the quality went down after season um actually after nathan left and then they said it picked back up in season three 
And in the last two seasons, they were met with kind of a lukewarm reception with either people really liking it and liking the new characters or people just absolutely polarizing, hating it. But some people really were watching the show only for Nathan. Now, I like Robert Sheenan as an actor, but I'm just going to throw this out there. I think his character that is why I don't love him in Umbrella Academy because it's the exact same basically trait of the actor. And while he left this show to pursue a more um, dramatic type of role, ultimately he wasn't successful there. And now he's got Umbrella Academy where he is once again successful playing the same role he played almost in Misfits. He was actually in a movie where he had Tourette's and I liked him much more in that movie than I did in in his more comedic portrayal. I, I don't love his comedic portrayal all the time um and unlike some people i am one of those rare people that did not have the greatest time with nathan's character i i found him 70 percent bully and 30 percent um interesting and a decent person and i still stand behind that so depending on you know and you had simon and alicia that were the more endearing mature trying to get them to be better people so you had the kind of person jumping off the whole superhero aspect of everything and i will say in this show it's kind of gotten lost these powers are just things that are happening around this estate and you know if they can intervene in any manner then they intervene but i think they spent a lot more time with character development without the crux of the the save or the hero journey of the week so to speak I don't know i like i said it all boils down to, to your personal preference in it all but that was when the stuff the show really started to disintegrate as far as the original casting because then after that for season three it actually wasn't where you think it was because we didn't see kelly in season four so it's um easy or understandable to think that she left after simon and alicia but really lauren Sosha. remember there's a character and then there's an actress um <laughs> she's actually not a great act she's not a great person on the side she was charged with a racially aggravated assault and then she left the show she said it wasn't because she was convicted but it's because she was convicted antonio thomas left to pursue a movie career ewan her bff left too because she was gone and then the only one left was nathan aka curtis who didn't have much of any career at that and this is probably the best that he was gonna get he didn't have anything before nor after he's pretty much a bit actor gilgun actually was he went on to actually do a lot more than almost the entire cast uh i will say you know ewan had his role with what was it he was recently in american gods too he had his big breakout with ramsey bolton but he was a very loathe character <laughs> um i would say that antonio thomas is you know she kind of hits and misses but nothing really breakout and then yeah i would say the one that actually broke out was joe gilgun and then um nathan sheehan 
so that's kind of the behind the the scenes gossip after that nathan just finished out his story also most british tv shows don't last for very long like it's very rare they even go five six seven eight seasons it's just not there like they usually sign up for a small contract and then they're done they don't really commit to the if we're renewed type of platform um they know well in advance (laughs) um so yeah that's the the behind the scenes type of drama not really any drama it's just a natural it was a really disappointing for howard overman just think about him he's created this world um and he had plans for these characters and then quite um rather rapidly and without much notification all those characters are are gone so he has to try to build back up to that with a whole group of new people and that's not an easy thing to do and then eventually goes to a place of the whole superhero misfits thing it's just a very roundabout and unexpected way to get there so i can i get what shy and you are saying to sometimes it doesn't feel like the familiar of how the the setup was each season for the first three but he had to change the formula because unfortunately and even with that formula it still wasn't as successful actually actually i would argue that it was the character development was more successful in the last two seasons but it just couldn't it would never get back up to that first season glory so to speak or first and not even second season because didn't he leave around the end of the second i don't know but anyhow that's that on that if you want to join in the conversation or have more info blackhorncouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic